This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, everybody. We're back with the scroll down. Nicole Thurman and Marcella Arguello here. What's up, Nicole? How are you? Hey, girl. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm just living my best life. It's funny because I, it's funny because I'm a really bad liar and I literally just was telling you I'm having a bad day. And then you asked me how I am on this podcast and I'm trying to lie to our audience. Why was I trying to lie to our audience? You don't got to lie to them. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm having a weird day. I started my period. So I'm like, uh, I'm in that vibe and um yeah we just crap have you seen that tiktok trend that's like looks like someone's on her period me no (laughs) (laughs) i love it yeah so i'm like i'm like having a slow day where i'm just like i have to run i have to like do stuff but i'm like but i need to pause for 45 minutes with the heating pad that kind of a situation yeah you know? Sometimes you got to have that because, you know, life, you know, life keeps moving, even if our uterus doesn't want us to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that is the mean. That's the circle of life is your uterus keeping the movement going. I mean, that's literally you're blowing out these eggs. I um, I watched a show called Sex and Murder on HLN. Have you seen this? No, I have not. So is this a true crime, like real, real show, like docuseries? I think, I guess so. I guess that, yeah, because they do like little act outs and shit. But yeah, it's based on real events. They interview these people. Um, I mean, some of them they don't. They interview the people around them. But I fucking binged that show. Actually, the day after uh, my friend passed away, I was like, you know, when you're like fried, you're mentally fried. So you're just like, I'm just going to watch Sucre. And I don't even watch that type of shit. I don't really like that type of shit. Oh, yeah. But I was like, this is going to distract my brain and kind of snap me out of things, you know? Yeah. And it was a trip. It was like, Every, it was like three, it was always three people, usually, I should say, but it was usually like a love triangle. Somebody's oh, horny, yeah. somebody gets murdered. It was like, why? And it was always white people, which I always, I always find funny because it's like, man, y'all don't see the red flags. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it. It's truly crazy. And it's like so funny because I watch a ton of true crime stories. And have you ever seen mm-hmm. Snapped on like, it was on mm-hmm. like the Women's Network, whatever, I don't know what it's called. It's like the same idea. It's almost always the same story. Like two people have an affair and then they murder the poor person that they're cheating on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know what's also okay, I'm gonna give you like this is like inside scoop. My ex was bad news. <laughs> and he was like he was like a really shady character. One day I remember him saying that he could murder somebody and not feel anything. <laughs> oh my god. And I remember being like, ha, that's such a funny joke. Like thinking he was joking. And I was like, why would you say that? That's so weird. Like, what are you talking about? But now I realize he was probably serious. Yeah. I think there is a serious cor- I mean, according to murder shows, there seems to be a serious correlation with having an affair and killing someone. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. You know, it's interesting too, because it made me watching binge watching that show made me be like, I'm so glad I got out of the last thing I was in because it was just it was a love triangle it was like I don't think I was willing to admit it for a long time and then it was like watching that show kind of made me be like somebody was gonna end up murdered and it was probably me yeah yeah like it's so crazy to think about that shit in that way but it definitely like almost like helped me process that breakup almost like officially Mm -hmm. it was such a trip those shows are 
or trippy? I think it's like every day we get used to like kind of sociopathic behavior and we kind of just like mm-hmm. say like, oh, he's such a fuck boy. But you know what? Right. <laughs> fuck boys can be murderers. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck boys is a gateway to becoming a murderer. It's the fuck boy to murderer pipeline, bitch. Get into it. Oh, we're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And I also think it's like people that have money, they're always somehow like doing life insurance shit on the side. <laughs> and like, I'm like, so I don't know. Like, do I want to find a like successful white man? I definitely don't think I want to do that. <laughs> then they'll murder me if they have an affair. <laughs> yeah, that's like their go-to resolution, right? Yeah, it's like divorce is too easy. Let's poison them with thallium or whatever. But yes. yeah, I, I do love those shows. Is it on HLN right now? Is it like currently on? I, I think so. I mean, I was in a hotel and I just started, I just was like the only good thing that was on. I didn't feel like streaming anything. Yeah. And um, I, I, I love watching a show sometimes with commercials. You know, the, do a little throwback. I, you know, like people binge watch on Netflix. I feel like it's really unhealthy. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I've like learned that I need little breaks and I yeah. like bathroom breaks or snack breaks. And like, I will not put, put pause if I'm binging. It's like, I mean, that's what they're trapped. That's what they want you to do, right? They want you to just sit there and watch and watch and watch. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have learned that I do love commercials. My friend pays for Hulu without the commercials. And I realized mm-hmm. the same thing because on Hulu, I feel like you have that, re- you get that refreshing commercial break. And like, I also like to talk a lot, but it's like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to talk while the show is going. So I always right. feel like I'm like waiting for a commercial so I can say something to her. And then I'm like, where are the commercials? I need to talk. <laughs> yeah, I love commercial breaks. What, what's going on with your week? How's your week? How's your week been? It's been pretty mellow. What has been going on? I'm still in New York. I'm here for a couple more weeks, and then I'm going to go back to L.A. In some ways, I'm looking forward to going back to L.A. and kind of just, like, getting back into my own space because I've just been kind of gone for a very long time. But uh, I'm still, you know, I'm taking boxing classes and fucking walking. Ooh. I'm, just, like, I'm trying to keep healthy. I got my hair dyed, as you can see. I got a lot of blonde Ooh, put into it. very blonde. Looks good. So, thank you. So I haven't been working, so I've just been, like, you know, auditioning every now and then. But other than that, kind of just chilling. But it's been nice because I was so busy like a couple weeks ago. So I feel good. Right. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I had Women Crush Wednesdays. Oh, my God. My show. Oh, my, my show is back in, in Los Angeles. For anybody uh, doesn't know, I have a it used to be weekly. Now it's monthly. Women Crush Wednesdays. Um, I think the next one is October 6th. It's in L.A. at the Hollywood Improv Lab. It's a small room. It's limited capacity right now. Extra limited capacity. But it was jamming. It was sold out. And um, it's fu- it was so fun. It was sold out without even being like revealing the lineup. People were just so pumped to be there. It was really nice. I'm hoping that's what's going to be the case for the second one. Yeah, so that's really fun. I, I was that was the highlight of the week for sure. No doubt about it. No brainer. It was really fun to be back with the squad and mm-hmm. at the at the improv. Yeah, it was really cool. It was fun. Well, that's so it. huge for you. I mean, and also you always have such good lineups that I'm sure everybody was Thank so excited you. for it to be back. Like it's such a such a big thing. It was so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. Everybody was definitely enthusiastic. There was uh, this drunk girl in the front who uh, is a super fan, but she still got drunk that I was like, well, I have to make fun of you because you're so drunk. What, what else can I do? I have no other options here. Yeah. And I trashed her and she loved it, of course, because she's a fan. So <laughs> that was really a lot of fun. Um, yeah. yeah, it was cool. I'm really happy. Oh, yeah, I just back. did. I just remembered I did an improv show last night. So yeah, I'm like, I feel like we're all getting back on stage and doing our thing again, which is it's a good feeling. It's a good. It feeling. really is. 
Yeah. How was the improv show? Where was it? It was good. I was a little rusty, but you know, it was still fun. Um, it was at Caveat NYC down on the Lower East Side. Um, it was like Ascat, the UCB um, show that was going every Monday for like years, uh, doesn't really exist anymore because UCB barely exists anymore. And so they started yeah. a new group called Rat Scraps. And it's like the same people that used to do Ascat. I'm, I'm That's little, really funny. I'm, I'm like, That's okay, a funny y'all. title for a name. That's a funny title. Rat Scraps and making fun of Ascat. Yeah, 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 yeah. My favorite thing is for, because improv is, you know, a group of people. And it's just so nice to be invited by a group when you're in a different city that you don't normally live in. It's so right. nice for a group of people to be like, hey, come play with us. And so it was a really, it was a nice experience. I had a great time and I'll probably do it again at some point when I'm in the cité. So we back on, we back on stage. When You want to get back on the internet and scroll it down? Oh, let's scroll down. We going down, down, down. On the main character. Main character. You're trending. Main character. The the main character this week is celebrities. Just all of the celebrities because we have been inundated this week. If you've been on social media, if you've turned on the TV, celebrities are jamming this. Celebrities are busy. They're vaccinated and they're busy. We had the Venice Film Festival with one Mm -hmm. of the fucking craziest, like, uh, celebrity. Talk about celebrities. Ben Affleck and J-Lo just, like, blowing Mm -hmm. the shit up. We had Mm -hmm. the VMAs. We have the Met Gala tonight. We're taping this on Monday. The Met Gala is happening right now. We had Fashion Week. It's, like, literally we're getting all of the outfits, all of the, you know, carpet shenanigans, all of the couples. It's, It's been really fun. It has been. I feel like a teenager in the early 2000s. I'm just like, I'm dressed like one too. You guys can't see it, but that, this is the vibe right now. I'm just like, ooh, I'm loving it. Watching MTV VMAs. I watched it. I loved it. Um, I shouldn't say I loved it. Madonna looked crazy. Did you see? Have you seen Madonna lately? So MTV uh, completed their 40th year of existing, which is wild that they weren't like doing any promo about this. Like I did not know this. We found out if you if you watched the VMAs, they talked about it, but they had no promo. So like Madonna came out, opened the show, which I was like, why did it, why is Madonna opening the show? She had her like mask face and her and then she like did a you know cute little intro and then she like turned away and walked away and her little fake butt was out and it was like mind-blowing when you're just like look i get it's hard to be a woman in this industry and you know a lot of women get stuff done and that is what it is um but there's a certain point where you just don't look like yourself anymore you're not yourself it's unnecessary. It's like you're, you're how old? You don't need you don't need to have your ass out. You know, like yeah. there's no reason to have your ass even out. So why even get it done? Um, I'm also like, I, it made me sad too because I'm just like, of all people, you would think Madonna would be allowed to age gracefully in in that sense of like, you know, she's been around for so long. You would think that of because I mean, she was always so like, I don't give a fuck what people think. Fuck right. you. I'm gonna do my own thing. So to see this, it almost feels like it's the antithesis of her whole career and her whole persona. So yeah, that was like heartbreaking. That that's like, but don't you think that she wants, I mean, obviously she wants to be doing all of these procedures. Otherwise, I mean, nobody's forcing her to do them. Absolutely. But I'm saying that it's sad to watch someone of her background and history who yeah. is so, I am who I am. Fuck you. 
yeah. kind of fall prey to the Kardashian era of of celebrity. And I think that is what was like the most shocking to me because like I was like, oh, her face, but it was like she has a new ass. So like to see her do the little spin move, it was like, girl, oh my this God. is just a lot. Like I didn't, see, I, was, I didn't see the butt. I'm gonna have to look at the butt. I mean, I saw it, a picture and she posted of it, but it. It didn't look. It just looked weird. All butts look weird when they're like inflated like that, right? <laughs> So it was just that thing of like, man, kind of, it just kind of ums me out when like those, those women who claim, uh, that like fuck off attitude just kind of it overdo it. I'm like, I get it. I get it. You get a little wrinkle. And I mean, they've all, everybody has had work done in Hollywood, uh, especially in the, in the older women. It was also funny because I was watching with my mom and the Foo Fighters came out and she was like, why don't the men get any work done? Yeah, she's like, why do they look so crusty? I saw you tweet about that. Yeah, she's like, what's wrong with them? Because <laughs> like Dave Grohl has those like baggy eyes and she was like, he needs that miracle cream that I saw in Primer Impacto or something uh, like that. It was so funny. I cracked up. Yeah, it's really weird, especially because like Dave Dancers, the beautiful thing about dancers is how they age. Like I was watching uh, one of the, speaking of fashion week, I was watching this Rachel Comey fashion show and there was like all these like 50 something, 60 something dancers, like modern dancers. Their bodies are still beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. Also like I want to see some sinewy dancer legs and a flat ass because that's reality, baby. That's reality. I do do think that you're right. I think that the, it it is sad to see someone fall prey to the Kardashian Mm -hmm. look, industrial complex, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Kardashian industrial complex. The other thing that I was really disappointing and heartbreaking was Doja Cat. She wasn't funny and her performance was boring. Oh my God. Yeah, it was, it, she did this interpretive dance shit, which I was like, oh boy. She got into the harness. Mm-hmm. That's when my mom was like, what's Pink doing nowadays? That's literally what my mom said when she saw her up in the harness. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was also that thing of like, this is funner for you than it is for the audience uh, lady. You yeah. know? And then she she got on the ground. She did an interpretive dance of, um, she, you right, uh, I got a man, but I want to fuck this dude. That's type song. Uh, and so she has two dudes and she's like, oh, him, but him, but I'm with him and I want him. And it was just like, girl... Just do the fun shit. First of all, uh, can I just say, and this is going to make me sound old as fuck and like a (laughs) fucking pilgrim or some shit. All I saw from the VMAs were performances where people looked like they were fucking the floor, fucking Mm -hmm. each other, fucking the Mm -hmm. audience. I was like, what? Okay, I I did have a moment where I was like, honestly, it's kind of too much for me. (laughs) That's funny because there was a performance with a bunch of teddy bears, like, you know, men in teddy bear costumes. Uh And I was like joking with my family, like, I'm so traumatized from the other performances that these teddy bears should have their ass, their butt cheeks out. They should have their butt cheeks out. Otherwise, this this makes no sense. And it was also like so wholesome. You're like, did they forget something? Is something else going to happen? You're totally right. I do feel like an old person when I say this and I would love to honestly it's like audience listeners if you're listening please share your opinions because I, I know I maybe I just sound old I don't know but it's like it feels like it, it, things that were always sexy in pop music and that we love that you know you love to see young sexy pop stars kind of grinding and dancing but then like it started becoming this thing of like who can almost fuck <laughs> like who can really go so far right it, 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 to me it just feels it feels like gratuitous it feels gratuitous well and that goes back to Madonna she was very good at pl- like playing like if she was over sexualizing herself for a moment yeah. she'd be at the BMLs covered up boom and she would just have like some artsy shit and you'd be like oh shit this is like visually stimulating and outstanding right. and that is what I'm saying is like she she was ahead of the game now she's like following the game
team. And that sucks because that like even Lil Nas X, I was like, oh, I thought he was going to actually do something different, but he didn't. He stuck to the same old bullshit where I'm just like, yeah, dude, we already seen it. You've done the controversial shit. So like yes. mix it up now. I yeah. Casey Musgraves had a really interesting performance. Visually, she had this like heart and it was like up in flames and it was actually uh, that one was that to me was cool because I was like, oh, this is like actually something different and it looks cool. Um, and then it was funny because that fool, that white boy, MGK, Machine Gun uh, Kelly, he kind of came out and tried to do something cool, but it was like, this is just kind of whack, but of course it is. Of course it was. He's whack. I think we, yeah, I think there's also like, there's also these artists that are like distilled versions of actual grunge artists. And mm-hmm, so they're coming mm-hmm, out with this mm-hmm. kind of like, it, it's almost like a, a hot topic version of Kurt Cobain. And so you're right. like, like if yeah. you were like, if I was in seventh grade, I'd be like, they're posers. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. <laughs> Which is what happens, right? I mean, Olivia Rodrigo was out there and she was really cute and good. But in my head, I was like, I I don't know how she could be taken serious as like, I don't want to say a rock artist because that's not what she's doing. But she's making that like soft rock alternative type shit. Mm -hmm. But then you see someone like Alvaro Levine come out and give out an award. And you're like, well, I guess there's sustainability in being a poser. Yeah. She is fucking lit Avril Lavigne's ass on fire. She had a cute outfit. She had a cute outfit. Little heart. I I thought you were going to say kind of like Avril Lavigne was like legit, but of course not. Of course not. No. The way you just like spun that just fucking killed me. I'm dead. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Hold your applause, everyone. Everybody hold Um, your applause. Wait for uh, Women Crush Wednesdays and go applaud her there. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So Justin Bieber won an Artist of the Year award and his acceptance speech was like the only acceptance speech that even kind of acknowledged that we're living in a nightmare hellscape (laughs) (laughs) yeah which true you know it's like i get it i'm kind of the type of person where i probably wouldn't talk a ton about like what's happening right now but it's it is a little funny to think that nobody even kind of like acknowledged what's going on right now um but justin bieber God bless him. He always has this like clunky, childish way of making points. You know what I mean? Where he yeah. kind of sounds mm-hmm. goofy. And so he said, like, you know, I know, um, I know you guys have heard it a lot, but we are in unprecedented times right now with this um COVID thing that's happening. You know, it's not a COVID thing, but it's a big deal. You know, and um, I just want to say that music is such an amazing opportunity and amazing outlet to be able to reach people. But it's just like funny because he always has this way of just kind of like. Saying nothing while yeah. trying to say something. It's it's you gotta you gotta love him for it. It's like that um that Jenner clip with it where she's like, This is like the year of like realizing stuff and things and and it's like, yeah, okay. But I do respect him because you are right. No one said anything, not not Doja the host, no one, no nobody was like, Thank you for keeping your masks on. Thanks. We're so happy everybody in here is vaccinated. Like they didn't give a shout out to the audience because me and my mom were noticing that in the like pit area and like no one was wearing masks. And I was kind of like, well, maybe they're all like tested. They did. Yeah. Maybe they, I mean, MTV has money. Like maybe they did the rapid test on all these people. Like who knows that they could stay in the front. Um, but I definitely was like thinking of like, okay, nobody's wearing masks or, and that person is wearing one of those face shields. Is that even, mm-hmm. what's the point of that? You know? Right. Um, so they I do, I do appreciate it's a weird time where mm-hmm. just because Trump isn't the fucking president, that doesn't mean we don't have stuff to talk about. We still got right. shit going on. I mean, COVID-19 is still existing. It's now COVID-2021. So, exactly. you know what I'm saying? And people aren't going to the Met Gala because they're not getting vaccinated. And like I everybody's, it, and it's, it really is like, 
I, I do think I don't I don't really enjoy when award shows become everybody just making a point. It's like, OK, we fucking right. get it. We fucking get it. But at the same time, sometimes it is like if you have a platform and you have a moment, maybe you should just acknowledge, you know, like, uh, you know, save the turtles or at least something. Give us something, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I it's we're always looking for that Fiona Apple moment. The world it's this world is bullshit. Like, where is that artist? I think that's what bums me out about people making those comparisons uh, to some of the, the women that were nominated the young women that were nominated because it's like they do not have the nerve and I wish that they did. I was just like surprised that they had so many dope artists that have been around. Like they had Buster Rhymes. Had, I mean, JLo went in there. Cindy Lauper was there. They had a bunch of cool artists like presenting and and I will say the most hilarious shit was Alicia Keys performing with Sway Lee. He's a young rapper. I forget what group he's in. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, they did like a romantic duet, but it was so awkward because this boy is like... <laughs> He must be, I say boy, because he's probably like 20. He looks so, he looks like a baby and he had no shirt on, but he's all tatted up. So he has that like skinny young boy body mm-hmm. that you're just like, you look like a child, you know? Yeah. And, um, and they did this like, and she had this beautiful gown on. <laughs> she had these dancers and they did this duet and it was so awkward and cheesy. And I was like. I hate that he had like horns on. It made no sense. It made no fucking sense. Yeah. There's definitely like a culture of like (laughs) preserving our elders by matching them with children. And it's like, yo, we don't fucking want to see that. That's just weird, man. That's just weird. That's just weird. And it's bad. You can just show us the old person or the young person. They ain't got to stay at each other. That's weird. Uh -uh. Unless they like, like I love Gaga going with Tony Bennett because it's like, yeah, their voices compliment each other. She's a, obviously she can fucking sing a show tune and you know, he, he loves to be uh, a little silly and so does she, but she also like turns it down a notch when she's with him, you know? So, um, that's always sweet, but that's like the rare occasion where it works. Um, the other funny thing that happened is, um, Lizzo, won an award and she wasn't there and then she posted a tiktok where she was saying she was getting her back blown out did you see that she was like i was getting my back blown out for the first for my first vma and i'll be there next year oh my god listen girl if you're getting your back blown out god bless let her have it i mean for real for all of us for all these unprecedented times we don't know we're gonna get laid again with this covid19 thing you don't know when you're gonna get your back blown out again so you got to get it in where you fit in you know you got have to she she, you know she's gonna win another vma we all know she's she's gonna win as long as there are white women there will be Wow, Fuck. that's hilarious! No, you're not ladies. because that's true. They love her though. They love her. They go crazy. all the rumors are true. They love her. They're like, oh, truth hurts, you know. Like, what's it? What's it? Like, wow, man, great till I gotta be great. She literally like released songs in like 2019 that she had released in 2015, and people were like losing their minds over it. And I was like, wait, these songs are old. What's happening? But white women yeah. discovered it, and like, yes. Anyway, they- we love you, white women. My mom's a white woman. Got shout out to white women, and <laughs> shout out to Lizzo. Shout out to Lizzo getting her back blown out and talking about it on TV. <laughs> For real, on TikTok, not on TV, on TikTok. So fashion week happened. I don't think we really want to talk about that, but you saw that Larry David oh, yeah. video. That Larry shit was David so funny. Larry David sitting there being miserable at a fashion show. Front row, not giving love, a damn. Love him. Why I did love he even him. go? <laughs> probably his daughter. His daughter probably wanted to go. What's her name? Cassie. Razzie. 
<laughs> I know it's like Cassie, but I think it's spelled like Cassie, David. Cousin David. Cousin David. She, I'm assuming anytime he's doing something that's like hip or cool, I'm assuming she dragged him there. That's really funny. Yeah. Poor guy. He was having a miserable time, but it was very Larry, Larry David and it was very sad. Truly, <laughs> truly, there was so <laughs> much celebrity. <laughs> there was truly so much celebrity content. It was fucking, it was a fucking good week. It felt like candy. Like we were just eating yeah. it up. You know? Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. It was fun to like see the memes and see, like of all the shit. And like there was this really funny tweet yesterday when JLo came out at the VMAs and somebody was like, JLo is just on a tour promoting herself. She just doesn't have to be at any of these things. And I love that because it's like, yeah. Good. I love when celebrities are like, I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Even at the Venice Film Festival, that was that's what was so amazing, I think, about their presence there. Because I'm not even a huge J-Lo fan at all. And I was, like, caught up. I was like, wow, look at this. It's so, like, it's so extra and so celebrity. It's just, like, yeah, they're just yeah. showing up to be like, yeah, I'm fucking famous and I'm wearing a cool outfit. What's up? <laughs> yeah. And I am a big J-Lo fan. I saw her in concert. That was fucking incredible. Yeah. And I keep up with her. And, you know, because we're Latino, you have to support her. It's, you, it's actually against the law if you don't support her. You have to support J-Lo and Trish Paytas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are my two. As a Latina, it's J-Lo, Trish Paytas, La, La Virgencita. Those are the three that we have to acknowledge every day. Although my mom does always comment on how much she has changed her face. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. So the Met Gala is currently happening right now. And we're seeing lots of looks. I don't know if lots you've been seeing looks. these, but there we got some. Billie Eilish is giving us like oh, classic Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. vibes. AOC uh, oh, wore yes. a Tax the Rich dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Beautiful. We, just, we were just sent a picture of Ms. Kim Kardashian on the carpet. <laughs> she looks crazy. I mean, she looks great. Looking like she Peter Pan's shadow. Looking, yeah, looking like a fucking shadow. And she, um, you could tell she, Kanye was like, I'm dressing you. Because they're still talking. Frank Ocean is just like so blah to me. Wait, he oh had God. like a little doll with him. Fucking weirdo. I mean, okay, so this is, oh my God, you know what's funny? The um, theme is American fashion or in America or something about America being the theme and I'm just cracking up because I'm like oh yeah Kim Kardashian trying to be black mm. oh appropriation mm. is a very American honey Frank Ocean is at the Met Gala with an animatronic lime green baby it is really just creepy as fuck uh, his hair looks good though how is that American that's what I'm some of these outfits I'm like wait what like little Nas X even he was wearing like more or less like a king's robe and then underneath he's wearing like a knight's outfit and I'm like bro that's British as fuck I mean and then underneath that it's like a, a onesie like a little <laughs> like a shiny little onesie yeah and and we, you know whose look we didn't see at the Met Gala is uh Nicki Minaj and oh. did we Nicole did we read about that did oh, you see we about sure that did. it's current I feel like it is like so, we are literally like breaking news in this moment no we're not breaking news it won't like, be when you guys hear it but, yeah, but we right are now, it's like it's right unfolding. now Nicki Minaj is warring on Twitter with everyone and herself I swear <laughs> yeah she basically first it was like it seemed like she came out as anti-vax but then she was like kind of backpedaling um, saying no I'll, I'll get it if I go on tour and it was also just funny because she was like my cousin in Trinidad my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent his testicles became swollen his friend was weeks away from getting married now the girl called off the wedding so just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision not bullied girl 
She talking about people's balls on 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 national on the national. And not even her cousin's balls. Her cousin's friends. Like this is this is a this is gossip, bitch. Dude's sitting at home with swollen balls. Like why you gotta air out my shit? Come on, Nikki. <laughs> And you know he just got it because he's fuck, fucking cheating on his fiance. Exactly, and like there's so many people replying that, but yeah, there's so yeah. many people that are just like, it's an STD, bro. It's not yes. vaccine related. A hundred percent. Oh my god, it's getting so much. Oh my god, wait, I have to, I have to read this tweet that I retweeted because it cracked me up. He goes, um, his his ad is major celebrity, Kisas Philip. Um, he in response to the, my cousin in Trinidad, he goes, it's giving chain email. <laughs> I die. <laughs> that is I'm so fucking, fucking accurate, dude. That's so unreal. Accurate. Unreal. I was cracking up. It's shocking to me is how many rappers. It's been a lot of underground rappers that have come out as anti-vax. A couple um have passed away from it, which kind of got a lot of other rappers to be like, oh, we need to like get vaccinated. So it's interesting when like a, a mainstream anyone comes out and says that they. Well, I mean, that's what's interesting is she did backpedal. So it's like she's not technically anti-vax, but she's also, you know, playing the the game of going back and forth. And all, someone else pointed out that she's just trying to avoid the fact that her man is in legal troubles right now. So she's oh. like, how can we distract? She's like, look at this craziness. Look at this. And yeah. and but What a good like, wife. She's not even saying, yeah. And she's not even saying that she is like for the vaccine because she hasn't yeah. gotten it yet. Because she said, maybe I'll get it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably mm-hmm. have to get it when I go on tour. And it's like. So you're saying that you're not vax, and so that means you're anti-vax, in my opinion. She's only saying she ha- will get it if she has to. Right, right. If uh, it fucks with her money. If it fucks with your money, you're going to have to fix it. Yeah, oh, I, 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 yeah, she's, that. I, I think it's like, that's such a big decision to decide to make, to like put something like that out there. And it is giving chain email, and mm-hmm. I don't know, man, like, I am not on board with that. I'm like, why are you giving such crazy information and then there was other people putting stories and she was kind of like quote retweeting them someone said something like he got a blood clot in his eye and then died yep, the next her dad. And I'm like, oh my god yeah like, this I saw is that. It's, it's yeah it's like also lady we don't know if any of these people are real why are you you know what i mean like that's yeah. what is wild to me when people like interact with anyone on the internet that they don't know personally. Yeah. It's like you're spreading, this is spreading misinformation. I mean, that's some Facebook shit that you're doing at this point, Nicki Minaj. Straight up. But you know what? We don't want to get too into it. We don't want the barbs on our asses. Yeah, please. So we're going to, so we're going to let this go. Nicki, do your thing, girl, your body, your choice. We're going to take a quick break, y'all. Our next segment is hella old. Hella old. I was loved once and then he died. And that was it. Now I turn to dust. My vagina just drops off of my body. I'm old. So, guys, on TikTok, there was this trend that got, um, it, it got, like, I guess TikTok, like, banned people from doing it or blocked people from doing it. It's called Devious Licks. Where students are stealing random objects like ceiling tiles and just just random shit in in on on campus ma- face masks and shit, and so it's a devious lick. It refers to a successfully stolen item. Newsweek picked up this story, and it's really funny because it's so stupid. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just dumb. It's totally dumb. It's ridiculous. Wasn't there a trend before? I mean, that's reminding me of when people like were picking stuff up and licking it. Like, it's just, oh, like, yeah. those that's what trends. I thought it was. Me too. 
when I saw the delicious lick, I was like, oh God, these kids are fucking spreading germs. No. I mean, I actually was like, this isn't a news story. I'm glad this is all they're doing is just stealing shit. Could care less. Right. Steal from the schools. Teens steal all the time. When, you, when I was a teen, we were shoplifting left and right. We were just oh, 100%. I will say, it did remind me of when I was a senior in high school. I, um, you know, I was hilarious, you know, in high school, could I say? And um, I fucking did this little like Mission Impossible thing because we figured out where the answer keys were for a test. So I did this doon, 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 doon. I was like crawling on the floor because my, t- my teacher, what was her name? It was t- Timoshenko. I think that was her name, Tamashenko. She was like kind of weird and she was just like be hunched over at her desk. So whenever she was hunched over at her desk, we knew we could like fuck around. So a bunch of students were like distracting her around her, asking her questions while I was like, dun, 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 crawling around on the floors and going up against the wall comedically. And I stole the answer key. I did. I stole, I was like, you know, <laughs> just like my long ass arms all up against everything. And, um, Everyone in the class obviously could see. And so I stole the answer sheet and I gave it to anybody who wanted it. And um, and there was like this crew of girls, white girls that did not want to be a part of this, and which is fine. Then they ended up snitching on me. Fucking, what was her name? Kendall Worthington. If you're out there, bitch, I remember. I will never forgive you for that shit. I don't remember who else was with you, but I probably can if I looked at the yearbook. Anyhow... So I got suspended. I was something I couldn't go to some rally or something. I was very involved in school. I also loved to steal. So if if <laughs> I always think about like if I if TikTok was around when I was in high school, man, I I would have I would have been in a lot of trouble. When I was 17, I I was the only person with the cell phone and I just had one of those like Nokia mm-hmm. phones and just played the snake and shit. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thankful for that. I never got bullied cuz I was cool as hell. But um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, you know, people the way p- kids get bullied now, like they had to that's why they were thinking about taking likes off of Instagram cuz kids are even bullying each other about how many likes yeah. they're getting on posts. Like, what the fuck? What were you going to say? Girl, my nephew, he's 17. He's this fool is 66 at this point. Mhm. He's kind of a contrarian, so he paints his nails just to just to do it. Like he's not like goth or emo or nothing. He's just like fucking out of nowhere. We'll just have his nails painted. Mm-hmm. So he goes, this this short freshman. We were in debate class, and and I guess this short freshman is like, why do you paint your nails? Are you gay or something? And my, and my nephew was like, excuse me. He's like, you must be gay. Your nails are painted. And my nephew says, you're four eleven and you wear dirty socks to school. And the whole erupted into laughter <laughs> and, and then we were all cracking up because he was sharing the story at the barbecue um, yesterday and he fucking my my sister's man was like you know back in my day we all would have laughed at you for having your nails painted <laughs> uh-huh. and now the roles have flipped it's and so I was cracking up yeah and I was cracking up because I was like yeah now we laugh at poverty because that kid can't afford clean socks poverty. Um, it's never ending there's always something to laugh at kids it's always about. something kids, kids will never stop finding ways to make it fun of each other exactly but it cracked me up because I was like that's hilarious you just like told him the truth and he it blew everybody's mind but like that reminds I, me I, of I, your joke so of the guy that told you that you had no ass and you told him well you have no legs <laughs> I mean I you know sometimes you just get shocked at the audacity of people because you're just trying to live your life you just gotta live your life and then a motherfucker with no legs tells you you're not perfect because you have no ass sir get out of my face exactly it goes right back to my thing of why are people judging each other let people be gay let people paint their nails let people do whatever they want let people have no ass it doesn't matter to you it don't matter 
Doesn't matter. Um, my my poop my poop still comes out. Relax. We're gonna take a quick break, y'all. So our next segment. Neurosis Nimit Nimit Nimit. Talk bitch. Did you see that video that they posted? You watch did you watch Blues Clues when you were younger? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, I was like too old to be like super watching it, but you know, I watched it a little bit with the with you know my younger cousins and shit. I never, I never watched it, so I wasn't really like I didn't really get what was happening. But that Blues Clues guy, Steve, he came back from I guess <laughs> Blues Clues retirement, and he was wearing his little outfit, and he's just like mm-hmm, older, mm-hmm. and he was like telling people, you know, I'm really proud of you, and look at all that you you've accomplished, and I'm sorry I left. I don't even. I was watching this video, and I was like. I'm I mean, this is sweet, but I don't have many feelings about it because I never watched it. Right. But it. I didn't even watch it because I was like, I don't. I just like scrolled past it. And then when I saw the memes, I was like, what is this about? Yes. And so I saw the memes and I was like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a meme something because I'm a meme. Right, right. Um, Classic so my, Nicole Thurman. You know, I'm going to be on a meme. I'm going to put a video She's up. She's baby, I'm gonna, man. You know, I'm doing it. But I, my neurosis limit is this. Um, how do I even explain it? It's like, obviously it's trolls. Trolls are the most annoying humans ever. And I think that there's so many things that I can't stand about them. But my, what I can't stand about this is, uh, as a person with a blue check mark, a blue check mark does not mean $1 billion in the goddamn bank. When will people understand that? They won't. They I'm won't. dead ass. I swear to everyone listening to this podcast, if you don't listen to me right now, a blue check does not mean you're rich. A blue check does not mean your life is perfect. A blue check means you were on one TV show and now people could imitate you. And so this is to prevent you from being imitated because you are in the public eye. It doesn't mean anything really other than that. It doesn't mean you're yeah. better than anybody. Anyway. So long story short, I put up a meme about from Steve's video. It was like these screenshots of Steve's video. And it said, and look at you and all that you have done and all that you have accomplished. And then I put a picture of myself from a viral video that I did where I'm kind of looking like derpy at the screen. And because it's a joke, the joke is like all that I've accomplished is derpy videos on the Internet. And it's a joke. Right. Okay. And so. Like almost immediately, some random person comes on and starts trolling me, being like, How dare you post something like this? You have a blue check. You've obviously accomplished all you want to accomplish in life. And like, how, what you what? do not have a right to participate in this meme. I'm like, Sir, what the fuck? And I never really respond to trolls because Marcella Arguello told me to chill. And I was like, you, Okay, yeah, girl, you I'm on chill. You're right. But every now and again, they get under your skin. I, I, mm-hmm. I can relate to that. And I was in a silly, goofy mood, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to respond to this guy, because he wasn't even, it wasn't, it was literally so ridiculous for him to just be like, you have no right, right. to say this, not knowing <laughs> yeah, it's also all. just It's also like, bro, it's Twitter. You have no right to say that. Why, why, why do I get restricted, but you don't? It doesn't make no sense. It's true, because it's like, okay, so that, yeah, because then listen to this. So he, he says, I have no right to say that. And so I just come back, all caps, and I was like, shut up, go away, go outside, trolling is lame. I said something like that. Like, I was, it was mostly just, like, yelling for no reason. Right. And then he comes back with, <laughs> of course, of course he comes back with, I'm not trolling you. It's just that I'm homeless, or about to be homeless, and I have no money, <sighs> and you obviously have a perfect oh, life, God. and da 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 And I'm oh, like, first of all, what? Uh, what? Second of all, 
there's the amount of times that a troll will do something like that where they will be absolutely heinous to you and then you say something back to them and they're like, how dare you? My life is in shambles and you're mm-hmm. ruining it. You're making it worse. It's like, it's crazy making to me. It's crazy. And especially because it's like, you have no idea where I came from. You ain't, you ain't got no idea how much money I have in my bank account. You know, you ain't, you don't know when I got my back blown out last. You don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah. And it's also true. Just because you have a blue check mark doesn't mean you are also not on the brink of homelessness. Like I know plenty of comedians who have blue check marks that are struggling right now. Like it's so insane to me that people, and you know, all a blue check mark is, is it, confirms your identity you are who you say you are and that's what i always find amusing about some of these trolls it's like you don't even have your own picture you don't even have your name that's that's the the only difference that that makes me crazy too is it's like i honestly i do wish that i could have anonymity sometimes i wish that i didn't have this as part of my career but i do and so i have to be myself and i am myself very much so on the internet i'm very honest with everybody i put myself out there i'm not afraid to you know be self-deprecating or whatever but yeah and then it's like this person of course had no their name was like not a real name their picture was not a real picture and then they're just yelling at me for literally nothing not knowing anything about my life it's so annoying i go back to that that time where that lady thought I she googled me and some website claimed that I was worth my net worth was three point five million dollars and she believed them and it was just like and it was it's just that thing of like where is this anger coming from towards me I'm I'm a stranger to you I have no reason to be angry at you but you're picking a fight so like I will sometimes fight you they're relentless people are relentless if you have a blue check mark it's really funny it's really funny I mean you're just like oh yeah you have a sad life okay at least my life isn't that sad nobody knows anybody's life so it's like the least we could do is just not say anything that's my thing if my tweet annoys you and you think my meme is if you yeah. being a dick and i shouldn't be allowed to meme this then just don't say anything or unfollow yeah. me or whatever your problem like whatever the problem is it's you know? so weird i will say sometimes i'll get if i know i can like get a fire tweet off someone saying something <laughs> stupid to me i do love that because there was a i had said something about you know when the kanye and drake thing was going back and forth i was like they should just post their dick pics and we choose a winner or something like that and some chick was like oh yeah that's it just basing a man's value on how nice his genitalia is and i was like bitch look i gave their brains a chance and people really enjoyed that tweet and i was very funny and i was like i gotta corporate this into my act somehow because that shit was really funny because it's true like if a man has nothing else to offer that's all i want Yes, you said I gave their fucking brains a chance. Their music is bad. And I truly have. I truly have. I've given Kanye many, many chances, and I'm just kind of giving up on him and Drake. I never gave him a chance, but I did listen. I have the good thing about me is I don't just hate people to hate them. I will consume some of their shit so I can really assess what my opinion is, and I can be an expert on hating them because I'm not. You know, I'm not just gonna hate you. Mm-hmm. You know, just based on your looks, MLK taught me judge people by the content of their character. So if I get to know you and I hate you, bitch, that's on you. That's how you know it's real. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Ooh, I got a crush on the internet. Mm. Oh, this week we have an internet crush. Oh, internet crush. I love you. This one's Nicole. Nicole posted this shit. 
Actually, this one comes from our producer, Danielle, <gasps> but I did agree with her. I did okay. agree with her. So I this disagreed is, with both of you. I, yes. And it's fair because it's not, I wouldn't actually like try to like get it, get it on, get it on with this dude. But I would say he's uh, coming up with, he's coming through with some looks and some personality that I am into. And it's Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is our fucking internet crush of the week. Get into it. You freaking freaks. And, and by the, ours, ours, she means Nicole and our producer, Danielle. I mean, me and Danielle. I'm not in, in this. I mean, me and Danielle and our bad eyesight. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, but he, there's something about Jonah Hill where I all of a sudden feel like, okay, so he was on the, uh, like a GQ spread and they put him in all these fucking crazy outfits. Okay, and he's I'm going to Google this shit. Yeah, he's got like this like blonde beard going, super blonde eyebrows, really blonde hair. He looks kind of silly, but honestly, like... I feel like it's like that chic, um, I have a lot of money, but don't want to dress like I have a lot of money look that Mm. I sometimes get really into. I have to admit, I sometimes get really into it. Mm -hmm. And it looks stylish. He's been kind of coming through looking okay with these serving looks. He's serving looks. And also he has a um, girlfriend and he he posted about her the other day and he's only posted, I think, once about her. And they seem so cute together. She's like a little surfer girl. She has like 6,000 followers on Instagram. She's like a, seems like a normie. And so it's like, oh, he's like just like a sweet fucking weird dude. And I, I like that. I like that about him. Kind of unassuming, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get, okay. These pictures, I, I see what you're saying about the, about the vibes. Yeah. I like get the it. GQ spread. Like he kind of looks cool. I don't know. He looks good. Like I'm confused. I, I won't say he looks good, but I mean, I get it. I get the vibes. Yeah, I respect the vibes. Quirky rich guy that like just like put on some clothes to to walk his dog for a second. Yeah, like, that's what we're getting. But I wouldn't even say he's quirky though. I, I don't know if that's the right word. I just feel like he just he has a lot of money. I think you're right. Has a lot of money, but doesn't you know? He he probably buy, buys vintage clothes only, like that kind of shit. Where you're just like, oh, this is like nice stuff, but it's not brand new and it's not on trend or it's not you know uh, streetwear or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's definitely like, I'm just gonna fucking be in in vacation clothes all the time. Yes, he's he. Ha- you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between if he wore, wore something from like 1972 mm-hmm. or 2021 because it all looks kind of you know from that era era old yeah it all kind of vintagey yeah, yeah he's he's just seems like i don't know it's just one of those people that i feel like seems fairly chill um and so he's our internet crush of the week i think we got to show jonah hill some love i actually think jonah hill is kind of cute but also i am uh very thirsty to, and i'm like jealous of lizzo <laughs> for getting her back blown out okay <laughs> god damn <laughs> and danielle said he's supportive to his sister beanie which is super cute. Uh, I love a guy so who loves this. You know, actually, though, I actually have a real big. This is actually a, a really thing. I a thing I have. I do not like brother and sister uh, siblings. I don't trust it. What? <laughs> if a, if it's only a brother and a sister in a family, oh. it grows oh, oh, me out. Oh. It's not their fault. It just never seems right to me. And a brother and a sister that are close, I don't like it. I don't trust. That's it. That's funny. You know, that's funny because um, I. Me and my brother, we always use my brother who's six five, not Chicho, but my other brother. People, whenever we go out, people always think that we're um, boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Always, oh, boy-. And it's like really frustrating to have to explain to people we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, we're just brother and sister with benefits. Oh, I got a joke in there. This brother 
and sister duos, you cannot trust them. If you ever meet a brother, and if you're ever trying to date a dude and he has a sister, you gotta run. Uh-uh, I don't do that. I don't do it. If you if he has two sisters, that's fine. If he has only if it's only a brother and sister, I'm out. I'm not even joking. That's I'm funny. Serious. I I get what you're saying though. That closeness is very strange when it's only boy and a girl. It's creepy. Um, yeah, that's really funny. I, d- I definitely remember my we've had friends that were like have said to like me and my siblings like you guys are like weirdly close Mm-mm-mm-mm, i don't like it but at least you have you have one sister and one brother right i have or two more. brothers and one sister there's four of us two brothers yeah. and one sister see you're okay i'll let you i'll let you slide by even you though. you would think so but a lot of people get uncomfortable when they're around us that's for sure i mean Ugh. did i tell you the dancing story no. when we were at crocodiles and we made the boner joke about my brother sister uh, duos listen if you're a bro- if you're a dude and you have a sister just don't talk to me don't talk to me <laughs> that is so don't funny. talk to me and listen, and I, it's nothing against you. I don't think you actually are sleeping with your sister. I just can't put it past you. And I don't, so I don't trust it. I don't like it. <laughs> so this is a segment we have not done on the show yet but before, but we'd like to start doing it more often. It's called yes. Spoiler Alert. Spoiler Alert! <laughs> I already saw this before you, and I'm going to tell you the ending. Oh my God, how does it end? Don't tell me. Too late. Spoil, spoil. Um, so this, uh, this segment is just going to be like what we've been watching, what we've been listening to, like whatever the fuck we want to talk about. And I watched this show the other day that I, I kept seeing going around on Twitter and people kept saying it was good. And now I feel like I got punked. Um, have you seen the show clickbait on Netflix? I have not. What is it about? Oh my! What is it? About? Is it bad? First of all, <laughs> I'm a, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, um, I could probably not tell you much of anything that happened in it. I think a guy gets kidnapped. His sister is looking for him. Everybody's upset and screaming. Um, there's a. Uh, Betty Gabriel from Get Out is in it, and Zoe Kazan is like the big sister. Adrian Grenier is the brother, brother and sister duo. I don't. Oh trust God. It. I don't trust it. They, I thought they were a couple at first, and my friend said, no, they're brother, sister. I said, of course. Anyway, moving on. Um, the, anyway, it's a terrible show. It's a terrible show. To me, it's so bad. Every line was so incredibly predictable. And for some, like, th- there's this there's this situation between her and a cop where they match on, like, a dating app, but then they don't go out. And then her brother gets kidnapped, so she goes to this cop and is like, I need your help. But every time they talk to each other, they're, like, eye-fucking, and it looks like they're going to hook up. And I'm like, What? is this crap it's just such a bad show (laughs) it's just such a bad show and it's like i don't understand why people on twitter are saying it's good i don't understand if they're saying it ironically because but it doesn't seem like it i mean they usually say that like with riverdale it's so bad it's good you know Mm -hmm. so they would say that yeah but they say that like it's this is so bad it's fucking you keep watching um yeah i i hate when that happens there is another show that i will not say um what it is but it's so bad and i really love during emmy week mm-hmm. when emmy nominations are coming out and like people are online like just congratulating this person and that person this writer and this show and that whatever and then like you meet people at the bar you go to hang out or go to have dinner and they just talk shit about the show right right and, and that, that they that, that's the thing too 
even if you have something nice to say, but it's a lie, don't say it on the internet. Yeah. Quit playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because I don't think, I think people really enjoy clickbait. And I'm not quite sure why. I'm going to have to like ask around on the internet, but I'm, I don't understand why they liked it because to me, it's so incredibly predict everything the cop says, you know what he's going to say. And like, mm-hmm. there's like a scene, you know, where, cause like he's divorced from his wife and then she has the kid most of the time. So he's like eating cereal in his kid's room looking all right. sad. Like it's every trope. But see, the other thing too, Nicole, is that like, I think especially as actors and writers and as people that go on millions and millions of auditions, we read so much. We know so much. We know how shit breaks down. We know what's coming so often. And it's so rare to get such a good script or a good part or whatever that sometimes I wonder like we I don't, I don't say we are harsher when we watch shows, but I definitely feel like we know the fucking formula yeah. Some people either don't know or just don't fucking care because it's like, mm-hmm. I, I know I'm a sucker for romantic comedies, but I know the formula and I yeah. don't care, you know? Um, and it, it, I feel like it's part of that. Is there a show? How about this? Is there a show you've been watching that you enjoy? I will say something I'm watching right now that just came out is Why the Last Man. And I'm so fucking pumped to watch it. I've watched one episode. It was good, but it was also the first episode. But again, that goes to what your point. The first episode should be good. And it yes. was good. So Wait, say what's the name of the show? Why the Last Man? Why the Last Man. Um, it's a graphic novel series that um, I read a while back. Lydia Popovich had recommended it to me. And I was like, all right, this sounds cool. Uh, in fact, I think it was... It was either that or Saga, because I was like, girl, I want to read more comic books, but I don't trust none of these dudes' opinions, and she fucking hella reads hella shit, so she, those were like her top twos, and I think I started with Why the Last Man, and it was so fucking good. It's such a good series, and so I'm very excited, because they have taken so long to put this show out, and I'm not, n- nobody really knows why, um, but it, it's just been taking years for them to release it. And so I'm like very excited to see like what the holdup was. Cause I was like, well, maybe it was creative. I mean, you know how TV is. Sometimes shit gets shot and then it just doesn't get released. Sometimes shit takes forever to get made. And then as soon as it's made, it's released. Like it's just, you never fucking know with this fucking industry. So, and I don't know what the situation was with Why the Last Man, but it's such a good series. And I really hope that in my head, I'm like, I hope it was creative differences and that they finally, you know, came to an understanding because it's such a good book or it's such a good series. And um, I'm very, very fucking excited to continue watching. What network is it on? It's on Hulu. Well, it's like FX to Hulu. So I'm watching it on Hulu right now. FX has so many good shows. They really do. I just, they put out some good ass shows. So... Uh, shout out to FX. Uh, if yeah, y'all want to hire, we are both uh, available and interested. <laughs> okay, so yeah, watch Clickbait. Let me know. I want to watch Why the Last Man now. And it's good. That sounds great. I'm excited. I also like. I have. It's been so long since I read it. I, and what's crazy is I almost started to reread it because I was like, "Oh, this shit's never gonna come out. I'm just gonna reread it. It's so good." And then I saw fucking billboards. And I was so pumped because I was like, oh, my God, this is coming out September 13th. I, and it's that thing of like, I don't want to get my hopes up because yeah. I don't want it to like suck. I don't think it will. Yeah. Because um, it's just it's too good. It's also it's funny because the title is the I mean, it's the last man on Earth, basically. And but it's about women like the whole series is about women, mostly. Ooh. And yes, it follows this dude. It's almost like. The timing is perfect because, you know, how everybody's like forcing diversity into everything. Yeah. This shit was like legit, you know, diverse when you were reading it. Like, yes, there were a lot of white faces, but there's a strong black woman character and um, and she's in the first episode. And it was tra- a trip, too, because like she does something and then it's 
one of my favorite scenes, probably in television I've seen in a very long time. It's 15 minutes in. Uh-huh. Look out for it. You'll love it. I made me fucking laugh out loud, but, um, but I'm kind of dark and I think you are too though. But then like she cut her hair off and it was the reveal of her outfit. And I was like, oh yes, I remember now. Cause you know how like when you read something and then they turn into something, but it's been long. So you're like, I don't remember. And it was, so it was kind of exciting to watch it. Anyways, I'm rambling. Nicole, I love it. I think cu- it's kind of cute that you're so excited about something you read and now it's going to come out. It's kind of cute. I know it's cool. Um, Nicole, where can people find you? Uh, you know, you can find me on um, Instagram and Twitter at Nicole Thurman, N-I-C-C-O-L-E-T-H-U-R-M-A-N. Give me a follow, baby. And you can find me (laughs) and you can find me at Marcella Comedy across the board. Um, I'm also I need to promote this. I haven't been promoting it. I'm coming to Chicago October 9th. Two shows at the North Bar. I'm very excited. I haven't been to Chicago in a while. So um, get tickets to that, guys. It'll be really fun. And I know I have some other I have a Long Beach date September 30th um, and some other shit coming up. But um, yes, please come to Chicago if you're in the area. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We all love you. And we'll see you next time. Like, subscribe, and share, baby. Don't forget us. Thanks, y'all. Oh, and a big shout out to Danielle Jones Wesley, our producer. Shout out to our sound engineer, Stephanie Aguilar, who is out camping right now, that dirty little bitch. But we have Daniel Ramos. So we shout out to him. We haven't met him or anything, but he better not fuck this up. But I'm sure it'll sound good. Yeah, he gonna gonna kill it. Thank y'all. Thanks, y'all. Peace. See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.